0: Josh and I have been uh, watching a new show called uh, "Forged in What Is it, Forged in Fire?"
1: "Forged in Fire."
2: Yes,
0: it's sir. a History Channel show. Uh, show and uh, we've been. Uh, uh, what's uh, What's the layout of it? Would you say, Josh?
1: So there's uh, four blacksmiths. They uh, show up. They usually get like a hey. You've got to make a blade Are these professional
0: blacksmiths or anything like that? Are they certified?
1: I'm not sure how the certifications work, but almost all of them are, like, out of their garage. This one guy made a forge with some bricks next to, like, some bricks he stacked up and made a fire with, like, some charcoal. Yeah. Yeah, it's very amateur, I would say.
0: Oh, like, so they would learn it by, what, going on the internet, YouTube videos, stuff like that?
1: Uh, some of them learn from watching this show, apparently. That's what the guy said last oh. night. Oh! <laughs> yeah, so, that's cool. Um, they're all uh, Damascus Steel fanboys. That's They're all like, huh, so for this final challenge, I'm going to make a uh, Damascus Steel, and it's going to be a five-layer blade, and I'm going I'm going to hand forge. I'm not going to use any machinery. I'm just going to use my hammer and my fire. Um, and so that's a very basic thing. It's kind of like an. Um, how
0: would um, I would. That describe, takes oh, months, ahead, though, uh, right? To what make to learn it or no to like make a steel
3: blade? Like, th- like I'm thinking of the show <laughs>
0: Chopped.
1: No. Oh,
3: like, I'm no. thinking of Chop. Oh. Like you have 25 minutes to make a sword. Yeah, and my yeah. Day. I mean, it
1: pretty much yeah. is what it is.
3: Really? Yeah, like, they I give thought them. I like that couple would take hours. so much longer. Like, well, they give them like cool. two
1: hours, usually. Two or three hours for that first one, because they gotta, like. They just get. They like, gotta uh, prove
0: their metal, right? Their well, metal. And,
1: well, like the one we watched last night, it was just like, hey, here's a set of armor, here's some other metal, and this helmet. Go ahead, you have to use metal from all three things and make whatever the fuck
0: they made. Yeah. So. They made um, uh, Yeah, they made a. They, yeah, they basically just made a dagger. And then uh, for the finale, they take the finalists and they send them back to their home forge, which is usually like an add on shed that I know they. Most of these guys have been chomping at the bit to get on the show just so they could use it as a defense for their wives to stop bitching to them about it. <laughs> and so they go to their little home forge, and then they have to make... Well, the one we watched was like the Sword of Perseus. And uh, they... How would you describe how they look like, Josh?
1: Um, you know, it's kind of a wide variety. We had one who had a shirt tucked in to his uh, jeans <laughs> with, a, with a big old belt buckle. We had a guy who was like a rocker guy. Um, yeah. Another guy Shirt who tuck. could be the uh, character who or the man who played QAnon. Um, one one guy kind of looked like him. Um, yeah, it's really a it's it, it's a wide variety. I'll say that.
0: Shirt tuck is was the Paul Goldschmidt of it. Like Ryan, yeah. this guy was an act is an actual blacksmith and he came on the show. He literally looked like Mike Judge, and he just l- left these dudes in the dust. And they all look the same. They're either like older guys who either decided to get into this instead of World War II. Um, or guys our age with like just a lot of facial hair. And probably some problematic views about women in Jan 6. But there was one guy. And this guy was like a champ. He was the Harley Jarvis of the show. When, whenever, whenever Josh showed it to me. And it's just this regular looking young like Asian dude. It was like, yeah, I make the steel. And I'm like, this guy is this guy's my hero. He is just the one <laughs> glimmer of hope amongst this Caucasian cesspool. It is um, actually the best part isn't even the contestants and what and, and, and their schlubbiness, it's the judges. The judges kill him. And also the host. The host today wore like a newspaper hat, like and he looks <laughs> like a a Hallmark actor who works out a little and, like, when he talk, He doesn't know anything about forging. They just give him lines to talk about forging, and he brings it up to the judges. And uh, he always has, like, his, like, thumbs tucked into his, like, pants. And, like, they try and portray this as, like, overly masculine, which they do. I haven't seen them put women on it yet. But, like, there's three judges. Um, they're, all, they're all cartoon characters, but there's two of them in particular. <laughs> One who has, like, a curly mustache, and the other, who is Josh and I's favorite character, who is, I don't know what he is. I think he's Mexican or Asian, but he doesn't yeah. have all of his teeth. He doesn't have all of his g- teeth.
1: I was going to guess Korean. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so and Korean so has got fucked up teeth.
0: <laughs> so, like, you go on, Ryan, you make a blade, and then they test it. Like, they bang it against a stone head, or they... To go up to like uh, one of those like uh, like gelatin bodies or whatever that you'd see, like uh, that they would do to like test like ballistic a ballistics dummy I guess it would be, um, and they cut that and they have like a bunch of fake blood squirt out. It's very funny, but this guy see always that? goes up and he cuts it and he's like this blade. His stamp of approval is it will kill, and it just
1: or it or it cracks, will cracks cut. It
0: up. <laughs> it will, it cut. will cut, and he says <laughs> it like that. It will kill. It will <laughs> it
1: cut. Will. It will kill. It will cut. <laughs> like.
3: but I was hoping that like they're uh, <laughs> like they're like the way they like tested. It, I was like, now you have to assassinate the prime minister of El Salvador or something. Like, now you we say shit, shit to like use. that. <laughs> We're like they should
0: they should make them fight each other with their own blades. Like this is the point of the blade, right? Like they uh, they did Push do your one. Cool- your mouth so is. these judges. These judges are, like, middle-aged. They're, like, 50s or 60s. And, like, whenever they're talking about, like, forging this, like, shit, they, like, always go to them. Like, they're, like, sports commentators. Be like, yeah, he's going with a triangular cut on his billet right there. Let me tell you, that ain't going to work. He's really going to have to thread the needle if he's going to make this stick. Yeah, he's got a three-inch wide base right there. It's gonna give him like good, a good sturdy foundation to be great for smashing and great for cutting, like just shit like that. And uh, it's got a nice steam so on it.
1: They're like all the way across the room too. So it's like, how the fuck can you tell that that's three-quarter inch and not a half inch? Like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, one of the guys today experts. got disqualified. <laughs> yeah, they make them look like they're fucking. No, they no. That's exactly what they do. They make them look like they're deities. So like. The, uh, one of the guys got disqualified today because his, uh, his weapon was a quarter of an inch off for the parameters. And this is how they showed that they measured it. Um, one, they didn't show they measured it. The judge goes over, looks at it, just looks at it, and he's like, and he's like, come here. And he points to it, and then the guy comes like, it's not, it's not big enough. I'm like, you got to show someone getting a tape measure out. Like, how the fuck do you know just eyeballing it that's a quarter of an inch? Like, what are you doing? but yeah. this this is the great part though this is the great part uh whenever they do the tests they always like play like dramatic music or metal and they make it like super dramatic like uh the one with the sort of perseus test they were doing uh on a on a ballistic uh dummy and they put like snakes on it like medusa's head and so they're like going up and slashing it and cutting it and piercing it and everything, blood shooting everywhere, and they're like, we got to see if it cuts off the head, like Medusa. And then they do that. And it's all really, um, really gay, is how I would put it. <laughs> it's very gay. <laughs> but they finally did one that was cool. Um, they made a, uh, what was it, a buttstock weapon? It was a Native American weapon, they said. So it looks like the buttstock of a gun. Wouldn't That's no gun, but it has a fine blade at, uh, on the elbow of it. And so the guy's like, "We're gonna test the durability of your weapon by throwing it, by throwing it at this wagon." <laughs> Jeez. So the guy's taking it above his head and he's chucking this fucking like uh, five foot boomerang, and it spins and he's sticking it in the wall. I'm like, "All right, that's finally cool. They finally did something cool there." So it's um, it's definitely History Channel. Like it's the peak of what the History Channel st- stands for, it is, uh, is prime time viewing. And Josh and I have just been, you know, let's chill and watch some Forged and Fire, and make f- make fun of these dudes for forty five minutes. And now we want to do it. We need to make a worse fans blade.
1: Okay, it's funny that you say that because I have an idea. I think the podcast <laughs> should take like a requiem for a dream route. So like I'm gonna go forge <laughs> like a fire, forged dildo and, yeah. and 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 I'm gonna get on like Benzedrine and just watch this all day while I eat like my half of an orange <laughs> and my black coffee. Someone's gonna get hooked on heroin. Whoever wants to volunteer Nick. for that? Yeah, <laughs> um, Nick's already skinny enough. For someone's it. gonna be the whichever Wayne's brother was in that because he did a hell of a performance. So I'm me. Bowie I'm Grimes. the closest.
0: I'm
3: friends well. with the most
0: black people. I want to be the guy
3: that yells ass to mouth. That's what I want. To be. <laughs> ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I
2: just gotta.
1: Oh, I, I'm gonna go on this game show. I gotta work on my figure. Oh, no. while my brain just explodes and turns to mush in real time. That's what I want. You know, a
0: lot of people uh, think that's like, a, you know, like a, like a horror film. I really think it's a comedy. I think it's really funny. <laughs> if you've ne- folks, if you're listening to this, you've never seen Requiem for a Dream, get the whole family together, get you some popcorn, eat a lot of food. Like to the point where you're like basically nauseous and uh watch it. It's really good. You're gonna have such a
3: good time. He's got a new one coming out. It's called Fat Brendan Fraser. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have seen this. Yeah, it's
0: like Black Swan, but with uh, Brendan Fraser and his comeback. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> George, George, George of the Jungle. Don't go watch out for that tree. It's like Encino Man, part two. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, we need to go on there. I told Josh our, our key is that we just go on and be like, mega fucking... Make a great axe, and we just make a shit ton of forks, as many forks as we can make. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of silverware. <laughs> we we clearly said, oh, this is the other fun part. It's got like um, you can sense there's like a like a, a jingoistic aspect to it, because uh, whenever they're like you know they they say a guy can't continue anymore, whether it's blade breaks or. Um, it doesn't mean parameters. They're always like, they'll be like, uh, David, your blade came up two inches short on our requirements. For that, we cannot, in good faith, have your weapon continue. Please step forth, shake our hand, and exit the forge. Thank you for your service. They say thank you for your service no. to guys that to guys that work at AutoZone. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> It's so good. We need to get high and watch it. we get a it.
1: guy on here who's just like, his name is Sparkplug, and he's just some, like, fucking redneck. <laughs> but he makes, like, the most beautiful blades out of, like, a corkscrew of, uh, <laughs> like, a Mountain fucking... can. <laughs> yeah. This is the
0: Magruber challenge.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're gonna send you
3: back I'm to your go home on there and Just like I make tiny little silver bells.
2: <laughs> bells
3: yeah, play it up like you're uh, yeah. Do that.
0: Play it up like I'm like so, like you're some That's Hello silly. Kitty adventurer, and then make like a fucking murder weapon, like that just blows <laughs> them out of the water. Uh, put like a yeah. Put a little Hello Kitty stamp on the end of the blade. That'd be perfect. <laughs> oh god well i mean uh, that's our newest thing um we've uh, no i'm looking at it i turned it
3: on because uh it's all it's free on HistoryChannel.com. um oh
0: shit so ryan's uh, doing research he's doing
3: op research yeah. <laughs> i think i'm seeing the paul goldschmidt guy the he's a big oh yeah he wears a gray gray big belt buckle. It's wears a belt buckle he wears a giant belt buckle
0: He tucks his fucking shirt in. Can't you see Paul Goldschmidt doing something like that? Tucking his shirt in. Everyone here is wearing like a shitty t-shirt. This fucking dude shows up with a pocket button-up short sleeve shirt and a fucking giant belt buckle and blue jeans. Tucked in shirt. At one point, he's trying to sharpen his knife. And he's like, well, I didn't have a strap to do it, so I used my belt. This is the belt I won when I won the 2017 Farrier County like... Texas blacksmith competition. I'm like, why is this guy here? Everyone else, everyone else, <laughs> everyone else learned this, like, uh, watching, like, shitty TikTok videos. And then, like, he probably has an actual fuck forge, like, at his house. He's probably an actual blacksmith. And we bring in, we bring in Schlubby and Tubby in here to compete against him. Like, this is not, no, no. Just these people are, them. these pe- these people are chum to Mike Judge here. <laughs> It's great. Anyway, baseball happened. A hell of a program,
1: yeah. Oh, speaking so, of a hell of a program, that uh,
2: yeah. um, little
1: ceremony they did before the game today—that was
0: interesting. Yeah. Oh, we should tell the fans who only listen to this for their baseball news, uh, that we're sorry for the last episode. We forgot to mention we won the NL Central like eight days ago, and uh, we're just we're just making sure everyone knows we know that we did. Um, and uh that's it and uh yeah josh we had a little ceremony today what was that ceremony about buddy
1: um it was about yachty and albert's last home game and my mom was there she actually had tickets i think maybe about 12 rows up from home plate so she wasn't in the camera they weren't green seats but they were like right fucking there and i asked twelve hundred dollar ticket she said well, she said if they wanted to add another one, it'd be twelve hundred. Or she said all the tickets actually are twelve hundred. And I looked it up, and I'm like, four starting at forty dollars. Here's a uh, section one nineteen. This is a hundred and twenty dollars. These tickets are pretty cheap for, you know, what this game was for those guys. But anyways,
0: Jeez. yeah, your mom's a dumb broad. I can't believe she, she listens to this podcast. She...
1: You know, she she has her own sources for things. Um, we'll leave it at
0: that. Uh, oh, but. quick aside, uh, this is adorable. Josh's dad uh, was trying to learn how to do DoorDash, and he was. It, Josh was on the phone for 30 minutes explaining to him how to do it, he still did
1: <laughs> Yeah, and we still didn't get the order place because he had to go take a
0: shit. <laughs> oh, I was like,
1: I have to take a shit. I've been holding it in for 20 minutes, Dad. Um,
0: Halfway through, I just yell at Josh. I'm like, he's doing this to you on purpose, you know? <laughs> like This is what <laughs> parents do. They fucking know what to do. Like, your dad's had a smartphone... He's, at like an iPhone with a new operating system for three and a half fucking years now. He knows what to do. He's doing <laughs> it to fuck with you. Uh, no, it's funny anyway. because
1: my dad used to be like like the tech, the techie person for our family, like extended family too. They'd be like, t- like like my aunt who basically had zero money, um and. You know, was kind of the black sheep of my mom's family. She would, like, call my dad and be like, Tim, I need your help. I'm trying to put my credit card information in for my fantasy football team. Can you can you help me with that? And my dad would have to walk my aunt through how to do shit like that. And then, you know, I went to second grade and had my first computer class and surpassed him.
3: <laughs> oh my god. So You're then, the man now,
1: Josh. I'm, I'm the saying. man. That's right. You are.
0: We. Uh, it was very adorable. But, but back... Back to the baseball, uh, Josh, as Josh was saying, um, yeah, the, they are honoring Albert and Yachty today. And uh, we we hope that fans of this pod uh, did what we did whenever they brought up the DeWitts to, uh, to uh, introduce everyone, you know, to kick the ceremony off. We booed relentlessly. That's what we did. So we hope you booed them too. Gave them the old Harley Jarvis treatment. Fuck you, you Bill DeWitt die. I hope you Bill die Ryan did you see the ceremony
3: I did I watched pretty much from uh, a little before Wainwright's speech until yeah. I concluded
0: The Dewitts so see. are not human they <laughs> they wore suits not like a red but, suit like Muziliac, Zaylock, too
1: mind you he wears a little fucking bow tie
2: Little yeah fucking weasel <laughs> like
0: yeah and i i'm happy i thought you were gonna nick would have used a different word anyway uh Mo looked n- normal like a you know he had a red suit and all that okay cool but the dewitts show up in blue suits and we're all like can you guys like what well, this like derailed the ceremony for me and josh for like 20 minutes like can you guys just act fucking normal billionaires are fucking cretins okay they couldn't even wear something red they had to show up in their bed like what's gonna happen you're gonna get a call from your boss and he's gonna say you weren't in dress code and fire you you guys own the team
3: yeah and one of them where, I think, where a, Jersey- like a or had a hat that was like clearly he just grabbed it from the Team store right before they went out there. Like it was just like, <laughs> You'll have
0: to pay for that, Mister. <laughs> <He> <laughs> leaves, leaves a crisp hondo on the desk or on the table. Slaps it palm down. And they, then he puts uh, it right back uh, in his um, pocket. He's like, it just goes right back to me.
3: And then,
2: <laughs> 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 hey, what's the your name? <laughs>
0: hey, what? Hey, what's your name? Uh, my name's uh, My name's Letitia. He's like, is this the only job you have? He's like, now I have a couple other jobs and you know trying to make ends meet. And he's like, well, you don't have to worry about this job anymore. You're fucking fired. <laughs> rips up her final paycheck in front of her. They should do that. No, actually, he takes cream her cream cream paycheck cream. and donates it to like Rob Portman's campaign. That's what he does.
1: <laughs> JD does Vance, Ohio.
0: <laughs> oh, Gaio. Um, so. Good touching ceremony. I mean, the best part was uh, just, you know, I think when Wayno and uh, Yachty and Albert spoke. So that was, it was emotional. Wayno yeah, got a that's, little that's emotional. That's really,
3: I did. I got, I, you know, I teared I up. up. I think my wife for not, you know, saying anything as I, <laughs> as I was fighting back tears. Um, it's
0: like, you didn't even cry at our
3: wedding. You didn't even Yeah, cry. basically. That's what she wants to say every time. She was with me on opening day when I was like five beers in and just crying <laughs> Their Westings are going around the, the field and I'm just... Oh, God. God. Five <laughs> beers in!
0: Like, five... Five Bush Stadium beers in. That's all I can see. She's probably more upset for <laughs> yeah, the other reasons for that. <laughs> Ryan, you spent $82 on beers so you can cry at the
1: Clydesdales. <laughs> I'm just imagining Ryan's like Tony Soprano and the Clydesdales, like, uh, fucking barn gets burnt down and he's at the funeral and Andy's. <laughs> just bawling his fucking eyes out. Pie oh my! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pie oh my! <laughs> fucking Ralphie. <laughs>
0: A fucking Ralph rat bastard. I could have got him out! I could have
3: got him out if I was here! I could have got him out! <laughs> I could have opened the door! They didn't have any thumbs! They couldn't open the door! <laughs> they don't have any
0: thumbs!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna build a barn and I'm gonna make the door locks
0: hoof yeah, hoof yeah, this hoof hoof Right. Ryan, Ryan gets on Forged by Fire because he constructs a metal horse with thumbs on it. <laughs> Designs horseshoe with thumbs on it. And puts a patent on it. So you know if they're ever locked in a buddy bar, they can get out. They can get out. They need the thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it was. Yeah, I got a little emotional. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wayno I think, was overcome with emotion because he went out and pitched like shit today. But it's all right. What's you
3: know.
0: new? Yeah. Yeah, it's been rough. So, I, rough for the poor guy. Going to the Ueno, because
3: everybody's like, he he can't be in the postseason, like, rotation. And I was looking at this. I think, like, May was really good, but he's had a, a couple months here and there where he did have, like, five games where he gave up three or four runs and only pitched five innings. Like
0: Oh, this whole he, month has been seems, dog shit.
3: This whole month, but he's had other months this year that were also dog shit. He's just had a bounce back month the next month to keep him under a four ERA. Like... Yeah. he's kind of had a he's kind of had a up and down wave all season he's been
0: good you know especially for like a guy who's 400 years old but like um i don't know if his dead arm thing is still persisting i i, I think you probably rest him for this first round you know use him out of the pen or something like that because you need him uh, you know let me pull it up i don't think he's pitched i don't think he's even completed six innings this for the whole month, which even in months when I think ship was rough, I still think he had you know he would dot in like a good a good outing every now and then. A the seven inning,
3: seven inning outing or something.
0: Yeah, you know, like oh, you know, four innings six earned, but all of a sudden, boom, here's an eight inning now to offset that. Um, let's see, five innings four earned, five innings four earned, five innings one earned, six innings four earned, and three innings four earned, and then you had today. So it's yeah. just been. Yeah, I mean, his ERA has jumped up, uh, like, over half a run just from this month alone. Uh, the dead arm thing, and, you know, that fatigue's really kind of settled in. You know, if he's not not himself, I mean, I don't mind skipping. He's got to be in the playoff rotation when he's right. Like, he has to be yeah. in it when he's right. So, I don't mind the um, hesitation of just taking the precaution to make sure he's right to get into it. So, but... Pool final home run and it's final at bat. That was pretty special.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't write this stuff. That's, uh...
0: Very romantic. What I really hate now, and I, I made
3: a joke about it on Twitter for, like, 700, but, like, yeah. I'm watching the feed, and 45 seconds before it happens, my phone vibrates and says, pulls at 702, and it's like, well, I guess... I guess I already know. Like, there's no magic. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> technology's ruined it huh oh no I don't know like
3: that's just a little like that's I'm probably leaning towards a Boomer with that uh, yeah you're hitting your damn McLaughlin hit,
0: baseball crank phase <laughs> that's what it is um yeah. no I get it man it's uh we kind of I mean we spoil things like that in a group chat whenever we're watching yeah watching a game and you know we get excited and the guy hits a bomb um <clears throat> Let's. Um, <clears throat> Pujols is uh, two for two day, gives him a higher OPS than any season he had with the Angels. So forty two year old <laughs> Albert is playing way better than first year thirty two year old Albert in, uh, in LA. Um, that bomb has given him more home runs than Carlos Carrera, which I saw, which uh, made me giggle more than Javier Baez, um, more than. Well, a lot of people actually. He's a he's a top fifty home run hitter this season. That's um, man. I really hate that. I really hate that Nick got fucking lucky and was right on this one. I really hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hate it. I'm I'm glad we were wrong. But
3: yeah, I'm glad we were wrong too. But you know, but that's uh, where it's just like it's it's just because it, it was magic. magic. Yes. No, there were no, nothing signified stat-wise that he was going to do this this year. Like, it was just, I don't know, it's just lightning in a bottle. He got... I
0: I thought beginning of the year, I'm like, you know, probably hit 9 to 11 homers, probably like low 700s OPS, you know. Like 200 plate appearances, two 250 plate appearances. And uh, I thought he would spell mostly against lefties, but he's been used a lot in righties. And not only has he do have we spelled him a lot with lefties like pretty much any time there's a left-handed pitcher, he's go-to number one, and uh, he has not, um, not he's definitely not dropped the ball on that. It's um, just absolutely incredible season by him. Um, yeah. And I'm not wrong when I say this. This is his best season in like 10, 11 years, man. So <laughs> this is vintage Albert.
1: Yeah, I mean. Well. At- like per at bat and home run, it's probably his best ratio he's had. Right
0: for, I think I mean, it's tops 22. in the majors aside from Judge. But um, yeah. Here, here's his batting ratio. Um, his 6.4 home run percent uh, is fourth highest in his career. <laughs> so, Holy shit! Yeah, that yeah. is that is that is bonkers, man. That is bonkers. Uh, it's gonna you know it'll come f- out that he's juicing. I don't give a fuck. you know. You know. Yeah, if you're forty-two more years juice. Old. let him play for longer. Yeah, yeah. for Christ's sakes, yeah, fucking, yeah. He needs to overtake the Babe. He can't retire. They need to extend <laughs> the season to two hundred games so he can get caught up here. Um, have we already done the debate? Like his, yeah, we did the debate, like the top five on that one. Um, what yeah. uh, what was the one you brought up earlier when we were watching the game, Josh? Um, shit, I had it on the tip of my tongue. What were we talking about? Well, the
1: RBIs thing.
0: Because
1: um, I think he's about to No,
0: no, I remember with. it. No, well, he tied him today. But what you brought up is um, if he played his whole career in St. Louis, would he have caught oh, the day? yeah. I was
1: solely yeah. just saying because Cardinal dust, devil magic shit, he would have been, you know, better. It was not yeah, a very knows? analytical thing.
0: Um, I don't know. Probably a big, maybe similar. I, uh, I did research on it, and uh, An- Angel Stadium's a hard bark, uh, hard part to um, hit home runs in if you're right-handed, and they didn't make the dimensions too friendly until, like, I think 2017, 2018, but it only benefited, like, left-handers because they changed the uh, um, home run dimensions on that scoreboard out in their uh, right-center gap. Um, so... I don't know. I mean, Bush has always been like a hard part to hit him. But then again, he knew the stadium. You know, maybe that fan love would have, uh, you know, would have attacked on a few statistical
3: points. Who knows? Um, and would we have I mean, been better if just, we kept him? I mean, we were good. I I don't. Th- I think we may have just won one more, like won a World Series. Maybe we win 2013. Maybe well, like, he's that deciding factor.
1: Ooh, maybe. I think we just have to look at who is playing first. So we had what, Matt Adams immediately after.
0: Well, Alan Craig for those two seasons, and then Matt yeah, Adams. Yeah. Twenty thirteen, Alan Craig hit. Had he had Moss, an, Reynolds. Yeah, Moss did that. We platoon him and all that. I mean, I think like every um, every day first baseman, it was uh, Craig Adams, and then uh, and then, uh, and, then uh, and then Goldie um <clears throat> um 2013 Allen craig at an 830 ops 13 homers 97 rbis yeah and we also had carp at first base i don't know i don't know really i feel like letting him walk uh was probably the better decision that's you know if him staying means he doesn't if if him staying means he replicates the same numbers he put out in uh, in L A, then I would say I would say we won that. Um, I'll have to do some numbers on it, like the total WAR for every first baseman we had uh, between then and the end of Pools' contract. That'd be interesting. But I mean, it also culminated I mean, in us trading and getting Goldschmidt, who's going to win an MVP. Yeah,
3: true. And like. I don't know if we're able to sign Carlos Beltran, like, if we have.
0: Yeah, if we don't get Beltran, there. yeah. Yeah. Beltran was the missing piece all along. <laughs> Who else? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if we have Poole still on contract like that, we may not get Nolan. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I would say it was probably the right decision. I think we were probably better without it, unless there's an alternate reality that shows that, like, Albert still continued, you know. Maybe not hitting, like, 2009 Albert, but hitting, like, 2011 Albert. So, who knows? Yeah,
3: and I just feel like that, like, we can play what-if, and, like, my what-if is probably, like, errors in the side of, like, we would have been competitive. He would have had more, like, like, he would have had more incentive, like, personally to play because we were always in it. Like, the Angels, it's a fucking drag to play for him. I'm, like, I'm sure, like, he had no... There wasn't any magic around the team. There wasn't any like fanfare, and so it was just. It probably just became a job to him.
0: Yeah, maybe he leaves his ex-wife sooner. You know, maybe that's a ooh because we're a dudes rocking podcast. Dudes rocking. Somebody.
3: Pussy getting. I was talking to. Somebody I was talking to last week (laughs) believes Mm -hmm. they. They are still in love. This is their conspiracy. He believes Pools and his wife are still in love and they're still like <laughs> white, like husband and wife. But they got out of they got divorced so that they wouldn't have to pay her medical debt. So <laughs> in like oh, that was his conspiracy theory like this was i was like what, what? like the whole time i was like what is her
0: medical debt that's worth more give me one second let me go to that
3: hold on what medical fortune what medical
0: what medical debt does this broad have that
1: you got that brain surgery but like also
0: that's over three hundred forty million dollars.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it didn't. Like,
3: I was like, I think they could He can afford to pay for her surgery. Like, I think he's made enough money. <laughs> what if he didn't not. want to? What <laughs> if he didn't want? to? Oh my god! Albert, it's going
0: to cost like, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to to save my. Oh baby, that is so much. Uh, is there any other way? Can we? Uh, I don't know. Like. Uh, we treat it can we do like chakras or anything no albert this is the only way oh that's so much money i don't know where we're gonna come up with it <laughs> i was gonna stay retired stay at home with you and the kids so i have to get another job
1: <laughs> i would say if that theory was true he would have signed with like toronto and just gone there for the free health care like, for the provincial
0: health care yeah
3: yeah
1: like that makes more sense with that theory
3: I think this person just couldn't come to the grips of that his, like, idol, like, childhood idol, wasn't a man of good, solid Christian faith by getting a divorce, you know? It was that kind of person that Oh, Christ. That's the kind of brain
0: rot we're dealing with, is that he yeah. couldn't accept that uh, Albert upset that this, would up, may upset God. That a man of faith him. would get a divorce. Oh, God. Man, this uh, okay. We're back to the Delusio train again. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what a. see you listen to this pod? No, no, no. Oh, it what a here, fucking no, no. idiot! <laughs> 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 oh man, that's uh that's un- that is some unique brain worms right there. So, Albert. So, you know, you know, Christian people get divorced and God forgives them and all that. Not Albert. He's a man of faith. He's my he would never, ever Bible says the not to idolise anyone. So my idol, Albert Poolholz, would never ever He loves his wife so much, that's why he left her. He loves her too yeah. much. He left her to die of brain cancer. <laughs> I the idea of him not just not wanting to pay it is like I how did we not drill into that at the beginning of the year? <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> oh baby, there's so much to do. oh I'll have to take care of you.
1: Oh <laughs> uh DJ uh, 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 Bill DeWitt has uh, real real shit insurance. My 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 HMO
0: won't cover the uh, brain surgery. However <laughs> where you're worth over three hundred million dollars. Yeah, but I got bills to pay. I got, <laughs> I, I, have, I have, I have investments, and it'd just be wrong to pull it out now. I'm saving for a future, for an emergency. Albert, this is an emergency. is it? Is it a? <laughs> is it more of an emergency? You have, you have a tumor, and, and what, what if, what about us when we're seventy? Have you thought about that if we have no money when we're in our when we're old?
2: <laughs> what about the kids? What about the kids?
0: That is um. man. Didn't want to pay for I'm not that's gonna crack me up the whole week. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> like, Oh my god! It's like the, <laughs> I
1: think you should leave Skit with like the credit card. Rule yeah, that's thing. what it it's. Feels... I am not
0: paying for this. Fuck no! <laughs> Fuck that shit! No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like, if I remember right, she was having brain surgery for like a tumor. So you know, uh, right? Know. She she's like bringing home a pamphlet that some fucking. Shitty ass California doctor gave her and it's like Albert, the doctor said not only can I have this tumor removed and extend my lifespan on this earth, but I can also get my my brain studded with diamonds and <laughs> bejeweled and also have a Bluetooth Bluetooth wireless hotspot installed. He said it would only cost uh two hundred and fifty a quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> That's what <laughs> He wanted right, the Lambo, really cool. Lambo, brake surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he was like, oh, you have to do your fucking mind. <laughs> we don't have that kind of money. So, we live in Los Angeles. So, anyway. Uh, sorry, the Albert bit got us derailed. We were talking about the special day today. Albert hit the final homer. Yachty drove him in with a sack fly, even. What we're gonna make him fun of? Yeah. Like how he has more home runs than these other guys. So you wanna shit on players we don't like? Sure. I really I want to shit hate on Javi
1: Gonzalez. What? I really want to shit on <laughs> Javi Baez. I
0: don't I've never I I've always felt he was a little uh, not not that good. And he's having his first year in Detroit is has been ugly. I mean, no. he's the equivalent of like that saying where they say even a broke clock
1: is right twice a day. You know, it's like yeah. he is he just swings and if he makes connect, you know, if he makes a connection, it's out, but I, I'm like I I think he's kind of like, you know, almost one of those like kids baseball movies where he just closes his eyes and just with all his might just makes a cut and you know, mm-hmm. sometimes he hits it. Sometimes it's uh, embarrassing. So
0: yeah, we've seen a lot of. I've s- seen the clips of Javi's strikeout. That's basically what the fuck he's doing. That's for sure. Um, Javi's got a 6.74 OPS on his 20 million dollar deal in Detroit, and the Tigers at least will avoid 100 losses as they are 64 and 93, which is the- incredible.
3: Yep. The Tigers just have to be hitting themselves against the wall. Like, they're, they're, they're front office. Because they really yeah. thought this was the year that was going to turn, turn it all up. They're like, they're like old Gil in the Simpsons. Like, old oh Gil, it's going to be good this year. And it's just, <laughs> this is going to ruin them for ten years again. Like, this is just, sucks to this be a Tigers is, fan. Man, of
0: all disappointing seasons individually or organizational-wise... Trying to think if there's one like the Tigers is huge. Like I didn't, I mean, I wasn't gonna be like division winners, but I'm thinking like around eighty wins, you know. Like they're gonna be in it to the end. And either they sneak in or you know, they have you know, they drop like five of their last seven games to fall out of it. Yeah. But this one, was... I thought they would have been like like the
3: Orioles were this year, like, oh, we're all excited, like they're they kinda mm-hmm. they got a chance yeah. here and...
0: Royals were really disappointing. The Tigers, mega disappointing. Like, uh, when we did our top third baseman, we talked about, like, uh, Candelario, and we're like, man, he's fringe top 10. He's pretty good, and he's got, he's been dog shit. Uh, Akil Badu, a Rule 5 guy uh, who put up a stellar season last year for a Rule 5 guy. Just dog shit. I, Torquayson. They hit, they hit, they hit in the, in the fucking Grand Canyon to begin with. Um, so like I guess like whenever they stop juicing the balls, it just like mitigated their home run ability. They don't have a single twenty twenty home run guy. They have a hundred and three homers as a fucking team. It's just been it's been terrible. And I'm gonna bet. Okay, Let wh- me look at
1: this. Which team is more
0: embarrassing, the Rangers or the Tigers this sure. year? Oh, I want to say Rangers. The Rangers. Like- yeah, the Rangers. I called their facade from the beginning. For me, like. Whenever I saw that patch piece, I'm like, yeah, but, like, it's happy you, you signed. You know, Corey Seager's been healthy. That's great. But I'm like, you signed a guy who's, you know, got a history of injury problems. And then you signed a second baseman who is who's finally turned his year around, but he hasn't been, like, putting up MVP numbers like last year. I'm like, you have signed a second baseman in Marcus Simeon who's not had sustained consistent success. He is very, very night or day in his seasons. This is one of those, like a decent season, but like, you know, congrats. You paid half a billion dollars over the course of you know, t- or four years because you've taken the gray trade or signing, like for. I said they paid a lot of money for a seventy-eight win season. They may not even get the seventy wins. So, um, I, 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 I'm not surprised that surprised by the Rangers at all. I, yeah. I, I had a feeling they were gonna suck ass. Uh, from the beginning. The Tigers though, I really thought they weren't going to eat shit like they did. It's just it's just been brutal, man.
1: But that's almost more embarrassing since you had high expectations and they fucked up this much, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Tigers hit more home runs on the road than at home, but barely. I really thought this would be I really thought it'd be a bigger lead. Um so, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> Uh,
1: the Red Sox have been pretty embarrassing this year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, They're disappointing. I didn't take them... I took them as probably being around 85 wins. So, this happening... I will tell you what offset that is that the O's being this good. The Orioles are probably my biggest surprise, I feel like. Um I like. I'm happy the Mariners made it in, but the way things went down last year, I'm like Mariners are going to get in eventually. They're going to they're going to snag a wild card. I honestly, God, I thought the Mariners would kind of compete and have, be closer in their division. Um, oh, I'll tell you, Mike, the two biggest surprises: Cleveland and Baltimore, by a mile. Mm. Cleveland for that low payroll, and they handedly won their division decisively. Maybe a mm-hmm. 90 win team, and then Baltimore out of fucking nowhere to. Be in the wild card hunt until this past week. To they're got eighty one wins now. I'm probably gonna bet they're gonna win at least in our game to go. You know from const- like what three of their last four years like losing a hundred and five hundred and ten games to now this like it's that's been great. I'm happy to see that Adley Rutschman, You know top ten catcher. He's, he's already worth like yeah. four or five WAR. Yeah, he's he's great. He's worth. They nailed that uh, in terms of his hype, in terms of his talent. He's been he has been stellar uh, in the games. He's new blown. Buster Posey, new Buster Posey. But, oh, well, thank God he's not in our our league. So, um, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Um,
3: but, and the Orioles still have guys coming up, right? Like they're kind of like the way yeah, they, Seattle, Seattle was like last year. Mm hmm.
0: Gunnar Henderson, they brought in. He got some uh, got some spot time. Um, DL Hall came up. He was shaky, but he's one of their top prospects. They haven't even called up, I think, Grayson Rodriguez yet, and he's like their number one. He's the number one prospect. Um, he is he is phenomenal. Um, the O's are going to be scary, that's for sure. Um, you know, um, they're not like other organizations because. Uh, we can kind of segue into this because Josh and I were riffing on it. We'll see what you think. Um, you know, who, what would you, Ryan, what would you rank the, um, uh, the strength, of which division's the strongest down to the weakest? Because uh, give us that, and I'll kind of segue into, you know, the difference between the Orioles and some, some of these divisions.
3: I think it goes NL West and AL East are the two top ones. AL East is probably stronger now. NL West still has the Rockies and Diamondback, So yeah, probably A- AL East, NL West. And then probably NL East. And then... Um, AL West. And then probably... NL Central, AL Central. That is I'm going.
0: Yeah, pretty much precisely what I had when we were talking about it. And we were like, you know, the NL Central you to get, like, a rap for being very weak. And then we had, you, you remember in 2015 when the Pirates won, like, 98 games and the Cubs won 97 and we won, like, 100 to win the division. Then, like, we were the strongest division then. Like, the thing that holds us back, I feel like, is we have... You know you have organizations that tank and then don't develop prospects or if they develop them everything has to come together perfectly because guys come up at different intervals and if you're lucky they bloom bloom early and they all bloom early they stay healthy and they're on the team simultaneously i mean like the pirates pirates have never had a hundred million dollar payroll never closest they came, I think it was around, it was during the Clint Hurdle heydays, and they reached, like, upper 90s, but never $100 million payroll. And the Reds engaged in a fire sale, as we saw. Everyone's given that Pakoda uh, projections a lot of shit, um, but, I mean, to be fair, I mean, they, they fucked up the Cardinals thing. Even looking at the Cardinals at the beginning of the year, there's no way i look at the team and like, oh, this is a sub-500 team. But, like, they're you know, measuring the Reds in the low 80s in terms of when... That was before they sold off their their fucking franchise. You know, we have two yeah. incredibly... Actually, we have, like... Oh God, we might... at Pretty much every team, I might say, but the Cardinals is incredibly frugal. We saw the Ricketts family responded because they did a fire sale, and they've sent out... They've been very public about like their team expenses, even though they have the fucking Cubs... In a major metropolitan city in the Midwest, they have a huge uh, 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 regional fan base, a huge, huge area, uh, avenues of capital to draw their money from. So them bitching about, you know, needing to cut down expenses is bullshit, to say the least. So like, one team in the NL Central, and it's us that will spend a little money to, uh, you know, to stay competitive, and then. What do we got for like the best divisions? You know, NL West. Dodgers will go over the luxury cap. Mets will go over the luxury cap. Atlanta spend some money. Padres, we know, will spend some fucking money. AL East. Aside from Baltimore, those motherfuckers are spending money, except for the Rays. Sorry, except for Baltimore and the Rays. Yeah. Rays notoriously San Francisco frugal.
1: Will spend money. The Rays just have San a Sam Fran will spend of...
0: it. AL West. The Angels will set money on fire. The Rangers, we know, spend money. They have. I mean, I would say all but Oakland spends money out there. Seattle's now spending money. They gave Julio uh, Rodriguez a big ass deal. Just said, "Fuck arbitration." Here you are, franchise player, and they just signed Luis hey, Castillo.
2: Robbie, Ray. yeah. Robbie yeah. Ray's making
0: fuck you money. Like, you know, you look at these divisions. Yeah, like Tampa, Baltimore don't want to spend money. Uh, NL East. You know, I know the Nats did a fire sale, but they, they will spend a little. Say, I would say Marlins don't want to spend money, so one division in the NL East. Uh, NL West, two-ish teams maybe. Colorado has no idea what the fuck to do with money. Um, you know, They'll get rid of Nolan Arenado, pay fifth, or, you know, a third of his fucking salary to us to get rid of him, but then turn around and sign Chris Bryant. Um, AL West, Oakland just doesn't want to spend money. But then you have the two bottom feeders: NL Central, AL Central, AL Central. And this thing that's annoying about like Cleveland succeeding because now it's like you don't have to pay your players fair wage for the amount of value they bring you. Um, you can just and st- you you don't have to do that, and you can still win ninety games getting the playoffs. That's why I hate Tampa and Cleveland so fucking much. But you know, White Sox spend money, Minnesota spent money. Detroit a little bit. Kansas City doesn't like to spend money. Cleveland definitely doesn't like to spend money. So you have two to three teams, and that's a whole division that doesn't want to spend money. And then you have our division, where pretty much everyone but us doesn't want to spend money.
3: Do you think that, and like, do like, like sociologically, do you think they know Midwesterners are going to come to the games no matter what? Like for most of these teams, maybe not the Pirates or the Reds, but most of these teams...
0: I would say so. I mean, the Reds—they're like just kind of
3: banking on corn-fed America being like, "I go to the baseball game on the weekend during the summer." That's what—that's what we do.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, Bob Castellini basically said, "Like, who the fuck are you going to root for?" Uh, the uh, The Reds uh, president the Reds of baseball, yeah. And I'm like, "What a fucking cycle!" Psycho- well, Bob Castellini's son, whatever. Yeah. But that's what they basically yeah. convey to the fans. Uh, like, I mean, I'll give. I have David Bell kudos. The fact that he might have this team avoid 100 lost seasons is good. But, like, I mean, I would say there's merit to it. I mean, if I'm, you know, doing some rectum-derived uh, 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 speculation on my end, like, even in, like, a major Midwestern city, you know, I would say Chicago's the exception. Um, but, like, what the fuck are you going to do for entertainment if you're, you know, maybe if you don't live in St. Louis, maybe you live in, like, Jefferson County or Perry County. Maybe you live in, like, one of the subdivisions or, you know, or suburbs of, like, um, Cincinnati or Cleveland, you know, or Kansas City um, or Colorado or Denver. Like, what are you going to do for your fun when, you know, these coastal teams, one, they have good weather, they have an ocean, and they have like an immense, uh, it's, they're, they're, they're immense entertainment and cultural lexicons out there. You know, yeah. um, you might see like Denver, who,
1: especially just nature. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you might yeah. in
0: Los Angeles see Johnny Depp's tongue down a stripper's throat. And what the fuck are we going to see in St. You can course? get that for free. That's a yeah. free thing you can just see. see Jen, Jenna Fisher picking out tomatoes at Schnooks uh, picking no she be, she be at Deerbirds let's be honest she be at Deerbirds like I love Jenna Fisher great great actress but like I I want to see some wild shit most people like wild shit I would imagine you're going to get that in San Francisco you're going to get that in LA and San Diego you're going to get you're going to get more interesting shit in Seattle than you are going to you know, fucking gravel off the Grove. Like, let's be frank, you know. So I think they do take advantage of that. Um, except Miami. I, 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 I don't know. they have like <laughs> aye a aye big, aye. yeah, dude, they have a big cartoonishly beautiful stadium. And like, I feel like they just, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel sad that Donnie Baseball's leaving on these terms, but I haven't figured out how the Marlins with a new ownership group that has said they are committed to rebuilding, just can't, can't develop or get these, or, you know, get this organization moving forward. Cause they have the stadium that I, you know, I, we're back to the whole, like, you know, if you're in Miami, do you really want to go see a baseball game or do you want to go do blow in a speedboat and fucking, and, and stick your dick into something wet? Like, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know Miami, also the metropolitan area. Miami's like three and a half million fucking people. Like you can drag folks in with that. So I don't know. No, no. Hey, like I, I, I would say the yeah, Marlins. they take advantage of it. I would say yeah, they take advantage of it.
1: I was just gonna say that you mentioned the Marlins. You know, I haven't seen the Marlins guy at on any of the broadcasts. I don't think this year. Yeah, you know, that guy who what? wears the orange jersey on I think- every Sunday night baseball.
3: I actually think that like, Jeter pissed him off. Oh, I think like they Or like I I don't know I I could be pulling that out of my ass, but I think like he and he got into it with like Jeter or something. Like he wasn't he's not like as welcome there or something.
0: What the fuck?
1: He's like one of your seven yeah. fans. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, <wow.
3: laughs> That's some fuck. I'm gonna look it up because I feel like I just pulled that out of my ass, and I'm gonna make sure I don't.
0: Marlins Derek. guy Derek Jeter. Marlins man. Yeah, I think Jada. you're right. Marlins man faced off with Derek Jeter at a Marlins town hall. There is a feud, and this one's also a year later. Marlins man's feud with Derek Jeter won't stop one day. I wonder if this is why Derek Jeter left was just because of this mean-looking Jewish accountant in a fucking orange jersey <laughs> just bullied him publicly, <laughs> and Derek Jeter. Knew he couldn't have him killed.
3: <laughs> so, awesome. it, I have no idea. I'm reading his Wikipedia. The guy has a Wikipedia? And it looks like they were maybe going to... Pay for him? So, after they traded away all the... Like, major pieces, when they traded away Stanton, Yelich, Gordon, and Ozuna. Um, They were going to, like, lower his seat prices, but they didn't lower him enough, because he was, and then he just said, I'm not coming anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like, what most people do when it comes to... (laughs) That's it?
3: Yeah. So he, I guess he had like because he went those four put seats that guy that plate. and
0: Derek Jeter against the wall and fucking shoot them both. Are you shitting me?
2: <laughs>
3: no, it, I mean he was paying two hundred thousand dollars for these seats. I would also, if you're not putting a product on the field, and they were only going to lower it, they wanted him to pay two hundred and sixty-three thousand for the next uh. year after they traded all those players away. Like, I guess they up the price the next year, and he just like fuck it. I they guess. should have
1: just done a ratio of what their like payroll was. Like, if they spent 110 million the year before, and he paid X price, and they spent 70 million the next year, you just do a ratio from that and how much he has to pay. Ryan and that would have been the fair and equitable. Way. I think they should for him. They
3: should have just said, "If you if you give us money, we will directly give it to a player you want us to acquire." Like that's yeah. how they should have Ooh. treated Marlins. Uh, that'd be good. He should have. Uh,
0: Ryan, I think this speaks to class consciousness because the fact that that guy's getting all the press, all because he wants to throw a hissy that his shitty team that's always been shitty, just doesn't mind staying shitty forever, even a little longer. Like we get, we he goes to a town hall, he gets write-ups in Yahoo and SB Nation's own Wikipedia page, but does anyone check in with the working class folks up at the fucking uh, the, the terrace level as fellow members? of the Budweiser Terrace Commune. Do you think Bill DeWitt cares about our dollars whenever we complain no, about the product? He probably calls
3: when... us rat people.
0: He probably calls us urchins. Yeah, we were street <laughs> urchins. Though. He showed up in his blue suit not even looking like the working man that, he, that, they, that, that they claim they are. Showed up in their expensive blue fucking suit in front of us in front of us, the Budweiser Terrace Commune. As well as the, our comrades, the Social Democrats over at the Big Mac Land. What a bunch of scumbags. Put them, put them in the, the gulag. Chernobyl. Put that Just. orange-jerseyed fucking rich bastard and Derek Jeter into a time capsule. And like buried it in, under like 12 feet of cement. Fuck them. Fuck them, fuck Bill Put them in the pot. Bunch of bourgeois assholes. Ah, uh, My team's going to lose imagining. 90 games oh. instead of 85. I'm going to throw a hissy fit.
3: Uh, <laughs> fucking dork.
0: Oh yeah, you haven't hit on this guy yet. I hope they never let him back in the stadium and then win four World Series in a row. That's what I hope. What a loser this <laughs> is.
3: They won't. I also... People yeah. got so mad about, like, the Smile people. I feel like that was the, like... That was the mainstream take to be, like... The Smile movie promotion is dumb. But we also worship this Marlins man for, like, ten years in the media. So it's, like, you either like people making fool like... Like, you like yeah. them being, like a scene behind the plate, or you don't, like... I, don't
0: I initially wanted to make fun of it, and be like, I hope someone hits them, but, you know, it's
3: whatever. Like,
0: I feel like if you have, tickets behind the plate, to be on television, like, you should do something crazy. Like, anytime, like, at, if, you know, I'm, whenever the cards are done playing, I'll watch a, I'll watch a Mariners game. And, a lot of the times, I will just stare at the action going behind home plate. And I know it's not the way to watch a baseball game. It's it's not, it's not mentally healthy. But it is sometimes very rewarding because you'll see some weird shit going on. You'll see people spill shit on each other. Um, you'll see a guy took his shirt off because he was hot. He didn't, like, take his shirt off and, like, <laughs> shake his gut. He took his shirt off because he was hot. And then someone came over. And then they cut to like you know like here's the thing going on next week, and they cut back and the guy's wearing a shirt. Someone came on and was like put your fucking shirt on, like there it is. It is small. It is small little people drama. It is very it is very rewarding to do that. Um, so like after about the third or fourth smile meme, I'm like yeah sure go for it whatever you know. What I mean? The people promoting the movie want to pay money for it. Sure, I mean they're only taking yeah. tickets away from rich assholes. I think
3: so. Right. There was a girl that, like, humped another girl behind... I, I, I saw that! I don't know if it was directly behind Hump Plate. Hump Plate, hump plate yeah. So that was... That's good. Did it say Hump
0: Plate? You said Hump Plate, dude. You had a Freudian slip. Hump Plate. Hump Plate, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother, hell yeah. Um, what was the thing... Did you say... Did What did you guys say in this group chat uh, you wanted to make fun of? People saying... Um, Shohei should uh be MVP over Judge still this year.
1: Oh no, I was talking to you about that today. Oh
0: like, those fucking oh. people.
1: Like he's having oh. an even better year than last year, and I'm like, well Judge is having a year three times better than last year, so what the fuck?
0: Here, like, let me go let me go back to the countatorium here.
1: Diddle
0: F war, Aaron Judge, eleven <laughs> eleven <laughs> eleven point two war. Um Shohei Atani. Um haven't found him yet. He is uh thirty eighth with three point nine. Um has Shohei been worth at least eight wins pitching? He's a good pitcher. I don't think he's that good. Um his uh pitching has been
2: um It's going way right down here.
0: He's been worth 5.4 F4 pitching so he's been really good so he's worth like you know 9 point something WAR. Aaron Judge is still like 2 wins ahead of him there you go case close next question I don't know why people think Shohei's the MVP over Judge Judge had a historic year and it's not like a historic year that you know he just only hit home runs he's been awesome everywhere else he's got over 100 walks he's on base a shit ton um, he's hitting over 300 triple crown winner like and, you know, remember the Triple Crown controversy when Miggy won that, but then Mike Trout had that huge year, and we all brought up saber metrics for the first time, it felt like. Like, I felt like, I mean, that was important, getting it popularized. Like, Judge is doing that, but he's also kicking Trout's ass in war. He's two wins ahead of him. Case closed. If they were within, like, half a run of each other, it'd be like, okay, this is up for debate. This is where we can say this is this. But, nah. It's Judges. Give it to Judge.
3: Oh yeah. Sounds that bully you guys there? Was that a little too Yeah, bad? and I was I a little too alpha? A little yeah, too alpha? No, I was <laughs> I was debating this in my head yesterday too. And if it's like if we're giving just because Choi can go both ways, um then he just wins it for the next ten years, or however long he plays. Like it's just you know, if it's nobody else can win it if that's the criteria. Maybe. He's he's awesome. I would love to have Shohei on our team, and he's definitely up there with top five players in the uh, league right now. But like, he's. Gotta, I think of, I'm thinking of star power, not like yeah. necessarily stats. I'm just thinking of like pure name recognition. Pure, you tune in to see this guy play. He's got to be is. awesome
0: at two positions, though, to accrue that much value, though. Like, I mean, you know, he's got. 34 tanks. He's got 94 driven in. He's got an OPS over fucking like near 900. So he's had an awesome, you know, he's had a really good hitting year. And pitching wise, and keep in mind, like when it comes to like his F4 value, I mean, he takes a negative because he DHs on days he doesn't pitch. And pitching, if he gets one more started and he actually qualifies for an ERA title, he's got a 235 ERA. Over 200 Ks on 161 innings. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. We can say like he's he can really kind of pad his saber metrics when he plays two positions, but he does have to be good. Like he, he does have to be great at two positions simultaneously to rack up that value. I feel like. So, if he was just awful at pitching but awesome at hitting, I, he's not going to win it. Just being a DH alone. <clears throat> right. I agree. I concur. Josh doesn't think he should win it because he's a stinky pitcher. He doesn't think pitchers should win the MVP. Well, yeah, no, they should Pitchers do. got their own shit. They do. They got the <laughs> Cy Young. You don't see but hitters going didn't... in there winning the Cy Young. I'm like, well, Shohei Ohtani's a hitter, Josh. Have you thought of that? Mm, yeah. yeah, but mm. that he's a unique mm-hmm. circumstance. He's mm-hmm.
1: an outlier what we say in the statistical community, Tom.
0: <laughs> uh, you had something,
3: run? No, I.
0: No, yeah, uh, I'm blah, blah, blah. good. Okay, good. I'm good. I think Josh. Ryan, was that a like... picture of
1: Shane Mandarino we... that you sent to us? Is that Shane? It
3: is. But I think it looked like it was on the front page of. Uh, baseball reference. Oh, it's the same on one there. I saw with the glasses. That like, looks like Albert. Couch. But
0: we must have been, dude. It's like our, it's like our mail periods. We were looking at the baseball reference at the same time, dude. This version I of Shane Victorino at... just looks like a nerdy <laughs> Super Cubs fan, is what it is. Or it looks like, it looks like if uh, Shane Victorino was uh, in disguise. Like this is his Clark Kent outfit. <laughs> you guys want to know
1: what I was? It looking just
3: did at? not look real. He looks old and. Weird in that pick. What do you got, Joshua?
1: Well, I was, I'm looking at the uh, Netflix login screen and I see a profile with a certain character that Nick does not like from Stranger Things. It calls him uh, the, uh, a Jewish guy? Uh, R- oh! No, a toothless R word?
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> looking so. at Dustin. I love that little boy. I can't wait for him to be back on. He should be finished up his album so we get more Nick love on here um yeah oh god ryan i'm counting i'm counting how many i'm gonna go through nick's twitter for an article and i'm just gonna be like uh well, let's season you know cardinals in the season recap how how, mu- how much how many words did nick de- dedicate to shitting on paul de young and, go through, and just do a deep dive through it and just see how much... Like, I'm up to 100 tweets that I know Nick sent this season saying something about Paul DeYoung. That's just directly at him. This isn't including, like, tweets where he's like, fucking trade him already! Or throw him in the trash
3: with the rest of the garbage! Like, stuff like that. So, Well, also, if you're watching the game and watching Nick's Twitter, he'll also say, like, one-word tweets that you know are about Paul DeYoung. Like, yeah. Say <laughs> pathetic. Gay. Of course. Or pathetic. Fucking yeah.
0: A, yeah. Saw it coming. Ugh. <laughs> Kill. Total rally killer. Like, we joked and I said, you've probably done this 250 times. He's like, not that many. And I'm like, this is 100 that we I... found. Like, <laughs> He's like, well, it, it won't be 250. I'm like, it might... It might get pretty fucking close, buddy. <laughs> sure about Can that, bud? You tweet bud? twice that for each game. Yeah. He has tweeted about Paul DeYoung more times than we've won a baseball game this season. <laughs> 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 he spent, like a baseball season's what, 200 days? He spent half the season on a player that was in the minors for three and a half months shitting on him <laughs>
3: he just lives rent free in Nick's head man he I know like I don't you know
0: yeah I agree he shouldn't you know should trade him release him send him down whatever I think using him as like a defensive sub like like what? Like we can you have Donnie and Edmund you have super utility guys you know we have we can find any kind of depth with them so yeah yeah he doesn't need to be on a playoff roster. But I don't uh, – he really has it out for this guy. And uh, we've said it since this podcast started. And uh, I'm hoping, you know, this peels back the scales from Nick's eyes. And he sees the light that this, this obsession with Paul DeYoung and his mother. Who <laughs> blocked it. His, his mother blocked him is maybe a little unhealthy just bring it you know what if you guys think you've tweeted about a hundred times like we remember when we talk about like have you done anything 700 times in your life and it's like I've done the mundane things I haven't done 700 things I like thoroughly gives me fulfillment at least 700 times now like let's just crank it down to a hundred times in your social media like' or on social media all the time have you tweet what what do you think you've tweeted a hundred times the f word maybe you said fuck you know
3: i mean um, generically the cardinals like just a broad yeah i'm looking that up
0: right now for me. a a normal obsession ryan right because we we got a baseball podcast baseball themed twitters you know it makes sense to tweet about the cardinals and you know when it comes to fandom uh, if you're, like, you're obsessed with the Cardinals. Be like, there's, you know, to be, like, really obsessed to a dangerous level with the Cardinals, like, to really hit, like, you know, uh, Jimmy Fallon or Pat Oswalt's the fan level, like, you have to really be crazy with them. And we're not that. Um, yeah. But, to, but a player, I feel like. <laughs> not just obsessed, like, Goldie should win the MVP. Today's a perfect day to say Goldie should win the MVP. But to be, like... Paul DeYoung should be castrated. That flat Earth denying maga fool.
1: <laughs> I just found a tweet that I made against Randall Grichuk in 2015. He put season ended early, uh, or sorry, season ended too early. Note he only used one O and two, uh, but it was a good one. With all the injuries, we still managed to get 100 wins. Unbelievable. And I go. At Randall Gritchick, at Cardinals, work on your swing and your grammar. Hashtag two with two zero, or two O's. I was a grammar
3: Nazi and an asshole. Jesus. (laughs) To Randall Gritchick. Yeah, Yeah. to
1: Randall Gritchick. Uh.
3: You probably hurt his feelings, and that's why he had a a bad last year with us. He was like, I'll never make Josh happy.
1: That's also why he hit a home run when he was with the Rockies this year and came back. He was like, That's fucking for you, Josh Squash, two, two, three. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've learned how to read. The <laughs> only
0: and I'm looking at it now, like the only like pool holes, he's tweeted a lot about pool holes, but you know, it's a special season. I don't you know, Pool's chasing seven hundred, Nolan Goldie going for an M V P makes sense to tweet a whole lot about those guys, but uh Sub 600 OPS shortstop on his way out. Like,
1: holy shit! I forgot this happened. Um, the Cardinals official Twitter page and I went back and forth once.
0: <laughs> What'd you tell them to eat Did you grammar Nazi them too? You're like, it's-
1: no. It was a tweet from 2017, and it's this kid holding a baseball, and he goes, "Our first round pick in 2033," and I go, "Kid is a 20th round pick tops. Look at the way he holds a baseball." And they go, haven't you heard of this kid, split finger, drop ball? He's gonna take the league by storm. And I go, also, why twenty thirty three? Does this organization preach ageism? Haven't you seen the critically acclaimed masterpiece, Rookie of the Year? Jesus Christ! <laughs> they're, wait, there. There's more. Okay, yeah, no. Then they they respond to me again. No, they just go. Good point. He will you. readjust our projections. If Henry can make it to the bigs at age twelve, why can't this kid? <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. I forgot this ever happened.
0: Who's going to be Nick's next victim next year? Who's going to be his next victim? I'm thinking Kisner. It's going to be I...
3: Oh, if we keep Kisner. I think it's going to be IKF, because we're definitely going to trade for IKF. (laughs) That is my... It's
0: definitely going to... He already hates Dakota Hudson. But, like, everyday player, he's going to hate Kisner. I think he's he's going to dox Kisner. He's going to find where he lives. He's going to send, like, dead animals to his house. Because what else got him blocked from Andrea Young? For Christ's sakes, it certainly wasn't him being mean to her son. He never tagged her, you know. I don't even think he ever messaged her directly. Maybe he did. Who knows? Maybe he sent her death. <laughs> I
3: think he tweet. No, I think he definitely responded to one of hers <laughs> or something.
2: If I
0: do remember, and this part is true, it's when he called Paul DeYoung a terrorist, like a <laughs> like compared him to Al Qaeda. I think that's when she or, uh, I think that's when she was like I can I can take people calling my son a troglodyte or, <laughs> or or a or a little baby smooth brain or a flat earther but comparing him to the Taliban no you're blocked mister and I think that's what happened <laughs> so I don't know I don't know I don't know
1: Who are we uh, fucking tonight, boys?
0: Yeah, as we wrap up. Wait, did we leave out anything? We lost the game today, but, I mean, as we all know, if you listen to the last episode, um, we won the division. Um, So, um, (laughs) Milwaukee, they're a game behind. They got a full diaper. Looks like it's going to be the old Phillies. Phillies won today, so they're trying. This Milwaukee collapses beautiful how did uh nick die um, how did how did nick die yeah um Are any he updates tra- on that front yeah um it wasn't because he got bit by dogs i had that information wrong that was a different nick it was nick swardson oh. um it was uh <laughs> what i did learn though i learned this from both his brother and his sister so very reliable sources there um, Nick uh, tried. Uh, he finally decided to try meat, uh, and he ate a bunch of raw chicken, and uh, died from severe dysentery. He here's mm. the caveat to it, though, um, because he couldn't use the bathroom in his own house, um, so <laughs> he had to shit outside, and he drew a serious infection with his dysentery. Um, they found him in the family pool. Where he had spewed tons of diarrhea in and, and uh they don't know if he drowned in the pool or I if he the just tub. Yeah, if he yeah. <laughs> There's too much carbon in this chicken. <laughs> too much carbon in this chicken. There's too much carbon in the chicken. They don't know if he drowned or if it was just from, you know, bacterial infection not But that's how that's how he died. He you know, he decided to stop being a vegetarian and he he fucked that up. It's really disappointing. So oh. Moment of silence for our buddy Nick, who is really dead this time.
3: R.I.P. N.I.K. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Nick.
0: Anyway, who are we fucking tonight? The Marlins Fuck the DeWitts, man. Fuck the DeWitts, wearing fucking suits like that. Oh, my God. That is the closest people are going to get to killing them. And we're not advocating that. We're not advocating that. I think... Uh, that That's the closest it's anyone could have to... It's minor
1: vandalism at the very least. Yeah, to giving
0: them, a, yeah, giving them an atomic wedgie. And no one... Mm, they wore fucking suits. God damn. What a bunch of fucking herbs. Fucking nerds. Yeah. Fuck the DeWitts. That's why I say fuck the DeWitts.
3: Fuck the DeWitts, people.